I've been thinking a lot in the last several weeks about uh, all different passages of Scripture. Uh, one that continually comes up that, that I'm using just for my own soul, Philippians chapter 4. Uh, much of the book of Philippians, but particularly chapters 3 and 4. And in chapter 4 is that well-known verse that we, we come across, and um, it's where Paul talks about his own circumstances, his situations, and he says this, For I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Certainly that's a text that in our day and even prior to our day is, is easily taken out of context, can easily be taken and used to, um, to motivate the heart to say that I can do anything. See, there's nothing I can't do with the Lord on my side, which just isn't true. I mean, certainly the Lord can do anything, but that doesn't mean it's his will to allow us to do anything. Paul says elsewhere in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. All of life, live for the glory of God, to his exaltation, to his glory and greatness. Sounds well and good. It's one of those passages we hear and we're reminded of, yes, that's why I exist, to live for the glory of God. But what about when Monday rolls around, Monday morning, and life gets difficult, the day gets difficult, the week gets challenging? How do you live for the glory of God through those difficult seasons of life? Well, that's where Philippians 4 comes in. Paul says, I've learned the secret. And I'm not going to hold it back from you. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to give it to you. Because Paul's great desire, Paul's the one who wrote 1 Corinthians 10.31, to live for the glory of God whether you eat or drink or whatever you do. And I finally figured it out. It's not done in my strength. It's not done in anything I do even. It's done by looking unto Jesus. I can do all things through Him who strengthens me. It's, it's abiding in Him. It's keeping my eyes upon Christ that doesn't necessarily change my circumstances, doesn't change my Monday, doesn't change my lot in life that is at the hands of the sovereign God. But in Christ is sufficient grace to meet the tasks for the day, to meet the seasons of life. That whether I'm brought high or brought low, whether my belly is full or whether my belly is empty, the secret to it all is looking unto Jesus. I can do all things through Him. When I'm gazing and gripped by Him, nothing else matters. That's what Theodore Menad drives us to this morning as we come together for prayer. Looking unto Jesus. Again, in this little booklet, he just gives us opportunity to think a little more richly and deeply and specifically of what it means to look unto Jesus. Not just a general glance, but to think about who Christ is. And one aspect he talks about him will unite our hearts for prayer this morning. Looking unto Jesus to receive from him the task 
and the cross for each day with the grace which is sufficient to carry the cross and to accomplish the task. The grace that enables us to listen to this, the grace that enables us to be patient with His patience. Not just to be patient. We've been saved to be conformed to who? The likeness of Jesus. That's Romans chapter 8. It's not just good enough for us to be patient. I'm on page 3 in your little booklet. It's not good enough for us to be patient, to be patient like Christ is patient. The grace that enables us to be patient with His patience, active with His activity, loving with His love, never asking, what am I able for? But rather, what is He not able for? Or what is He not sufficient for? And waiting for His strength which is always made perfect in my weakness, in my struggles. Do you see? Here we have a, a saint here just driving us in the midst of whatever we have going on in life. It's not your strength. It's not your weakness. Get your eyes off of yourself and set your eyes upon the sufficiency of Christ, the fullness of Christ, in whom the fullness of God dwells. He is sovereign. He is able. He is unlimited. And Paul says, I can do all things through him as he strengthens me. Conform. Where does the strength come from? From him. From looking unto him. Being conformed to his likeness. His patience. His love. His grace. His strength. This is the Christian life. Looking unto Jesus. This morning we gather together, each one of us, our own lots in life. But what unites us together is not our circumstances. There some, some of you this morning may be high, others of you may be low. Some of you, your belly may be full, others of you, your belly may be empty. What unites us together is it doesn't matter which lot of life we're in. Our great need is the same. It's Christ alone. This morning, Manad gives us, remember he says look unto, but he also says look off of, very quickly. Look unto Jesus and not at our strength. Our strength is good only to glorify, can you guess what he's going to say? Who? You. Me. Our strength is only good to glorify ourselves. To glorify God, you must have the strength of God. Look unto Jesus, not at our strength, and he also says, and not at our weakness. By lamenting our weakness, have we ever become more strong? Let us look to Jesus, and his strength will communicate itself to our hearts. His praise will break forth from our lips. That's what we've set ourselves aside to do this morning. To fellowship with God, to seek the Lord, to seek Christ, who is sufficient for our every need. Ask for grace. Help us to look off of ourselves. Not to depend upon our strengths. Not to be held back by our weaknesses. But to take our eyes off of ourselves and to look unto Jesus.